What up? It's your boy, Kurt Robinson, Paradise Paradox. On YouTube, get the views and likes a lot. Like to drop the mic a lot. About to drop this shit while it's hot. Paradise Paradox, check it out. Who is this? What is this? Who am I? Where am I? What kind of life am I leading? That's the questions that I'm going to lead you into in this episode, talking about time and money. In this episode, I present the case that especially for creative individuals, they should quit their jobs or take part-time jobs at least. So we'll get into that in a second. Remember, you can jump on to Facebook, press like on the Paradise Paradox page, jump onto YouTube, press subscribe, press like, leave a comment, be cool, be friendly, be amazing, and let's get into it. thinking the other day sometimes people tell me that I produce a lot of content that are very productive podcasts music essays short stories weird little blog posts that don't really fit into those categories and I guess it kind of surprises me every time someone tells me that because from my perspective I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface of what it means to be productive. Like, it seems like I just spend a lot of time fucking around, figuratively, of course, and eventually I produce something. <laughs> but um, when I started to analyze it, I thought about some things that perhaps maybe not everybody does, and it led me down a little bit of a, an interesting thought process. So I'm going to share that with you. The first thing I came up with, I noticed that I start a lot of things. So of course, it's good to finish things. It's important to finish things. But um, a lot of people, I think, are trapped in this place where they don't even start. They don't even sit down to write or, or sit down to, you know, plan the movie or whatever they're going to come up with. I like to, and this is a habit which I've, I've been slacking a bit lately, but when I wake up in the morning, I like to write 100 words before I do anything else. And it sets a precedent for the day that, hey, yes, today is going to be productive. You know, I'm going to get something interesting done today. I'm going to get some writing done. Another thing which is really simple but really important is just to get the pen moving. So you sit down in front of a blank page and you're like, Okay, well, I don't know what I'm going to write. <laughs> and you have to come up with something on the spot. And it can be a lot of pressure staring at that blank page, you know, gazing you in the face. So what you really have to do, there's not really any way around it. You have to put your pen to the page and start writing something. And you'll find that after about 10 or 20 minutes of this, just writing whatever pops into your head. So maybe, like I mentioned on waking up, maybe you'll write down a dream that you had that morning. And that's just 
something to get you started and it's probably not going to be all that interesting when you're getting started but after a little while you'll find you start to get into the flow of, of things and you'll start to write something interesting of course a lot of people will say to you and this is a really basic thing you probably heard it before uh, that it's good to keep a notepad with you or you know these days we have smartphones make a note in your smartphone every time you have an interesting idea and then you can refer back to it later the really important thing that I wanted to talk to you about is I haven't had a full-time job in about six years and I think a lot of creative types sometimes lose their way and I mean a lot of people don't have this problem for sure but a lot of people do a lot of people will actually if you look at their time they will make a day job a priority over their real work which to me, it kind of seems really ass backwards. Like, how are you going to go and sell 40 hours of your week uh, to some guy who doesn't really care if you ever, maybe he doesn't really care if you ever uh, see your dreams fulfilled or not? Uh, why would you do that? Um, and I guess in some places, it's going to be a luxury. I mean, but if you live in a developed nation, it is possible to do this kind of things and I'll get into that looking back over the, the the last six years or more of my life I think that the reason I've been able to do a lot of cool shit is actually because I made that decision to work part-time so the reason I, I was able to play poker semi-professionally learning the game in, in some detail and the reason I was able to improve my social skills like go out to nightclubs and have a great time and meet a lot of women and uh, become a, a good cook or at least a decent cook and become a writer as well um, the, the reason is because I had a lot of time to do it <laughs> so it's quite simple I mean even if you even if you don't dedicate all that free time that you have to your art and at least allows you some space so you have that breathing room and you can take a step back sometimes and actually get something done. I remember I was working in a call center in Melbourne and one of my colleagues said to me as we're stepping into the elevator, oh what are you studying Kurt? And I said, I'm not studying and she said, oh that's funny, I thought you were working full uh, part-time. And I said, yeah, that's right, I'm, I'm working part-time. And I thought it was so funny because she was asking this question with the assumption that part-time meant I had to be a student. Well, I mean, I didn't say this to her, but if I did, it would probably blow her mind and make her frustrated, heartbroken, you know, make her call me a heretic or something. But my priority wasn't going to an office for 40 hours a week to slave away for something like that. I locked myself in a cage for 40 hours a week. My priority was doing cool shit. <laughs> shit that I find fulfilling and interesting. And isn't that really what life's about? Isn't that what we're here for? You know, to do, to do something that's like a, a dream for you or to to make something impressive, make something cool. What happens a lot of the time is people go to these jobs and they uh, work there, you know, they come in every day and they start to get 
slipped into a little bit of this culture, like they buy into the corporate propaganda. And I don't blame people for creating corporate propaganda because what they're really trying to do is motivate and inspire their employees. And that's a, that can be a good thing. But you've got to be careful because they'll push this stuff on you. And if you don't have a good idea, or as I wrote once, you better be sure of who you are and what you want from yourself. Because there's a lot of people who prefer you be someone else. You've got to know who you are and what you want out of life, or you're going to get into trouble because you're going to push in this corporate propaganda into your ears and you're going to think that you want to chase those carrots and go for that promotion and raise. And if you don't stop to think about it once in a while, you're not going to realize that your dreams have actually been pushed aside for somebody else's. And that would be a damn shame. One thing I noticed about my colleagues, and I guess it's kind of a cliche, you know, it's an oversimplification, it's not always true. But I think sometimes what happens is people go into these jobs and they work 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week. And then on the weekend, they go out and they spend hundreds of dollars in clubs and bars trying to forget that they're selling their soul <laughs> every day of the week. And that's tough. And it's also kind of silly because if they hadn't have been working so much, they wouldn't have needed that kind of release so they could forget it. <laughs> and so it's like this weird self-fulfilling cycle of depression and misery and, and forgetting the whole thing so you can start the week again. Uh, it's kind of bizarre. And if, if you're trapped in that kind of life, you have to look at what's really going on and, and reconsider it. So the thing is, we're looking at these, these two very important things, time and money. And my colleagues, a lot of the time, they had neither time nor money, but I had both because I was working full, uh, working part time, 25 hours a week. And by being careful with my money, um, by not spending it excessively on consumer items or alcohol or any number of other things, I was able to live quite a good life, even occasionally making international trips and visiting other countries. And I didn't have to work that hard and I had still had this time to do all these other cool things, you know, things I really wanted to do. It's a question of priorities because they'll put these promotions and raises in your face sometimes, depending where you work and try to make it seem like that's, that's what you really want. But if you're like most people, that's actually not what you want, at least in my experience. And, you know, I've got a small sample space of friends and uh, probably skewed. But what I've found in my experience is most people don't really give a shit about promotions, <laughs> about being the, the boss hog of, of the corporate office, getting the corner office, all that type of nonsense. Most people don't really care about that stuff. And even friends of mine who have goals related to their finances, what they really want to do is create something of their own or learn to invest or learn to develop a system or a business so they don't need to work for someone else. 
So why would you really care that much about a promotion? If you do, that's fine, you know, more power to you, God bless, and enjoy it. But if you're like most people, you probably don't. So don't pretend you do. Uh, that's going to get you into a whole bunch of trouble when you're laying on your deathbed looking back over your life wondering why you didn't take time off to think and spend time with your family, enjoy life, smell the daisies or whatever. <laughs> that's not a position you want to be in. So take the time now. Be conscious of what you're doing. Be patient. Wait, listen to your mind and listen to your heart and find out what's really important. I know a, a lot of people are going to say to me, ah, oh, I can't do it. I mean, that's just not possible. It's not that easy for someone to just work part time. Well, maybe. I mean, I was living in a metropolitan area of one of the most expensive countries in the world. And I worked 25 hours a week. And it was easy. Uh, I even worked part-time there when I was making minimum wage. Of course, I was supplementing my income with uh, with poker winnings. But it's possible. Um, you can do it. <laughs> and of course, you have to do things like if you go out to clubs, of course, you don't want to drink that overpriced alcohol. Uh, you know, drink, drink better and drink less in your home, drinking some craft beer or some fine wine or something. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on weekends or even $50 going out and buying alcohol. That's just a waste of money. Uh, and, you know, eat out maybe once or twice a week. Or if you eat out more, uh, find places that are cheap and have good quality food. I recommend Hare Krishna restaurants because they, they normally fit that bill. And... Buy things secondhand, like go to a thrift shop, an, an op shop, and uh, buy things there. Buy your clothes there. Uh, or, you know, a lot of people do this. It's a, kind of underhanded, but they go out to uh, clothing stores, get fitted, and then they go on the internet and buy those clothes. <laughs> buy the same clothes for, you know, half the price. That's another way to do it. The thing is, there are ways, uh, and you have to look at where the money is really going. So maybe you need to put together a budgeting plan or start counting those receipts and seeing where that money is really going. Because uh, a lot of the time you find that you're just blowing it on things that aren't that important. Uh, so you have to, again, you have to prioritize. I mean, what is really important, time or money? To me, time is precious. Time is invaluable. Is it for you? And the other thing is, you have to be productive if you want to work part-time. So you have to, when you go to work, you have to really put your heart in. So here in Mexico, I mean, this is the worst for it. Because in Mexico, it's part of the culture that when people go to work, they don't really work that hard. They like to sit around and chat and have a few uh, coffees with their buddies and um, chat with their, their customers and they don't really do a lot of work. And that's why I guess uh, Mexicans <laughs> tend to spend more time in the office or at their jobs uh, than just about any other country in the world. But if you want, I mean, that's, that's a way to do things. But if you want to work part time, 
then you really have to find a way to be productive and you have to find a way to improve your efficiency. And another thing that you should bear in mind is if you really want to get a decent wage or salary to live on while you're working those uh, small amount of hours, you probably have to change jobs every one or two years uh, until you build up a comfortable level. Because that's, that tends to be the way, like if you go to a job maybe every year, I remember working at my job in Melbourne, they would, uh, the, my boss would say, well, I love your work. Uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to recommend that they give you the maximum pay increase. And it was 3%. And I was like, CPI is, or the, the official inflation rate is 2.6%. So that barely covers inflation <laughs> but if you go and if you find another job which which i could have done uh that you'll probably find that you can find a, a pay increase which is in the realms of 10 or 20 percent so that's the kind of thing you can do if you want to improve your quality of life you want to find more time of course a lot of other people will say well i'm trying to be responsible trying to save for a mortgage. That's why I work full time. And to them, I'd say, why the hell would you want a mortgage? Uh, that's a real, that's a really raw deal, especially in Australia. I mean, in some countries, it'll be like five years for your mortgage. Maybe you can make that case. In Australia, it tends to be 20 or 30 years for a mortgage. Now, that is a long time. And when you sign that contract, you're not just talking about money, you are talking about time. And you're talking about signing away a large degree of your freedom. I mean, the kind of freedom where you can take three months off, go to the Greek islands, lay on the beach for weeks on end and think about your life. That is the kind of freedom that you're signing away when you agree to a mortgage in general. They get you locked in the job in some cases, if the job market's not that good. And I mean, really, most people don't have experience planning like a month in ahead, a month in advance or even a week. And you want to sign a contract that locks you in for 30 fucking years? That is insane. I mean, you must have a lot of faith in your abilities to handle situations that come up because how the hell are you going to know what is going to happen in 30 years? I mean, the world is an increasingly uncertain place. So you got to be careful. Uh, so maybe you don't really want a mortgage. And if you have a mortgage and a car loan already, I've got to submit this idea to you for your consideration. Maybe, just maybe, you have been had. Maybe you've been tricked. Maybe they sold you on this grand idea of the American dream or the Australian dream, telling you that to own a quarter acre is the best thing in the world, uh, to have your own lot, your own property. And you have to wonder, is it really going to make that much difference to your quality of life? Or is it going to detract from your quality of life? If you have a mortgage and a car loan, I would put it to you that maybe you should actually sell your house and sell your car and think about how to reduce your expenses in your life or 
find a way to invest property another way because there are other ways and if you look at my interview with uh, Anand Vashanta from last year episode 89 of this podcast you can hear him talk about different ways that he controls and accumulates property so there are other possibilities out there so if owning a home is really important to you you don't have to go this mainstream route you don't have to go this sucker's route that's been told to you in high school uh, in these public education systems that are out of date by 50 years you don't have to do that kind of thing there are other ways it's better to think and plan than just take the option that's laid out in front of you then you might say well I really can't do this I mean the cost of living where I am is just too high in that case consider another option expatriate go to a country where things are cheap you could be living in Chiang Mai in Thailand Medellin Colombia here in Guadalajara in Puerto Vallarta Mexico City Acapulco uh, Puerto Escondido any number of beautiful locations around the world really really cheap I mean when I was living in Melbourne I was paying about 900 Aussies a month for my rent about 700 US dollars here if I wanted to I could live on half of that uh, and people support families on comparable amounts of money so think about that <laughs> you don't have to be bound to the place that you were born in that's kind of uh, I like to say sometimes patriotism is for the poor rich people don't really care they don't hold alliances allegiances to any particular country they will go where it serves them and you can get into this in, in more detail talking about I think they call it the five flags theory international man uh, per perpetual traveler or prior taxpayer uh, that sort of thing that that Jeff Bullock and Doug Casey talk about that's a possibility too um, and that's you know that's really the point like there are a lot of possibilities you don't have to be bound down I mean imagine if you were working 20 hours a week here in Mexico online and you're earning about $10 an hour uh, that's $800 a week uh, sorry $800 a month you could live really well for that kind of money and it is an option I mean if you speak English you can go on sites like Cambly and start teaching English on italki uh, you can go on find sites where you can do transcriptions and things with that Amazon service uh, I think they call it Mechanical Turk uh, you can become a web developer or a programmer even if you already live in a developing nation you can do this kind of thing work online and earn what is for your country a huge amount of money working part-time uh, these are real possibilities I mean we live in this era of abundance the internet is right there for you and you can practice this what they call uh, lifestyle arbitrage so you earn in dollars and spend in pesos and that makes your life well if you do it the right way 
and you, everything comes into alignment, that's going to make your life so much easier. And you're going to have more time to do that cool shit that I talked about. So what I'd really love if you were to think about this. Now, when I say think about it to a lot of people, they'll get back to me after two seconds and they'll say, I thought about it. And this is my opinion. This is my position. Well, no, I mean, thinking about something, really thinking about something, considering, contemplating, meditating on something takes time. It may take weeks. It may take months. It may take the rest of your life. But what you really need to think about, if you want to have a cool life, you need to think about your priorities. What do you really want? Do you want to spend time with your family? Do you want to learn to sew, learn to cook? Do you want to do things that are really fulfilling? Do you want to make a legacy? Or do you want to create something that is cool to you? Because that's what life is really about. You're too special, you're too wonderful, and you're too clever to spend your time in a cage, locked up in a box, singing on command. That's bullshit. That is for fools. That is not for you. Life is for you. And it's available for the taking. So please think about it and please take it. <laughs> Look at your priorities. Find out what your priorities are. Maybe you need to just take a few weeks off work just to think about them. That's the value of time. You can think about things. <laughs> you can really think about them. And you can find out what really is important to you. And then you can start to plan ways to bring your life into alignment with your priorities. And that is beautiful. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can jump on to patreon.com slash paradise paradox and you can give a monthly contribution to help us out. Just like $5, $10 to show your support on there. Jump on to steamit.com and you can follow, follow on there. Steamit.com slash at paradise dash paradox. Steamit.com slash at chudzu, C-H-U-R-D-T-Z-U to follow me on there, to look at some of the writing that I was talking about. And remember to jump onto Facebook, press like on Facebook, go ahead and do it. Just wave your dick all over your touch screen until you press that like button. Jump onto youtube.com and subscribe, uh, like, press up, upvote or whatever the fuck it is. Leave a comment, have a discussion with me. Let's open the discourse and talk about these ideas. If you think I'm crazy, then go ahead and tell me. If you think I'm absolutely right, then please stroke my ego. And <laughs> what else? Facebook, YouTube, I don't know what, what else to tell you. But <laughs> have a great day. Take life by the balls or by the titties, depending on your sexual preference and... Lots of love. Goodbye.
Yeah, 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 yeah